Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Train podcast for Grain Week 37. I'm Greg Northey from Pulse Canada, and I'm joined by Milt Proyer of QJAC Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. How are you doing today, Milt? I'm great, Greg. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, so we got the Week 37 report um, um, published. And what week would this be in uh, the calendar, Milt? This would be the week of April the 10th through the 17th. Okay. And we also had some pretty good railway performance in week 37. So what were you seeing in, in the report at a high level? Yeah, for a change, we had uh, seemingly both railways uh, moving in the same direction, which is good. Something we haven't seen a lot of this year. Um, at least in an upwards direction. So uh, both pretty good. CN was or was better than they were in week 36, you know, 86%. CP had another good week, uh, basically perfect out of the gate at 100%. For CN, that was a notable improvement after they had a bit of a dip in week uh, 36, if you recall. And for CP, this makes uh, three straight weeks that they've delivered 90% plus performance which we have not seen for a long time going back to the fall. And collectively, if you put both railways together, uh, that is the best performance that shippers have seen in any week since the middle of November. So all in all, uh, a pretty good week. Pretty good week, but a long time coming, mid-November till now. That's a long period of uh, pretty substandard performance. Um, Can you break down that CN performance a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, they were still plagued by some inconsistency when you start to dive inside the numbers. I mean, the top line number was much better, obviously. Um, but when we look inside the numbers, you know, they've struggled uh, or they struggled this week with, with the same thing that they've struggled with pretty much all year, uh, at least since mid-November. Um, and that is being consistent uh, across corridors. So again, this week, uh, we saw that. They were good going to Vancouver and good going to Thunder Bay, you know, 95% or better in both of those corridors. Not so good to Prince Rupert, which has been up and down lots this year. And and this was kind of a down week for them at 70%. And all of that wrapped in, uh, you know, another week of uh, really, really low demand. But uh, we've been talking about that since the beginning of the year. And at this point, there's really no correlation that seems to be able to be drawn between the level of demand and the quality of performance. So while we continue to talk about it, um, it doesn't seem to matter one way or the other. Yeah, it's been a running theme all all year. Um, For CP, obviously they hit 100%. Um, What can you say about that? Well, I mean, good. you know, they've been the last three weeks, I think 92, 99 and 100. Uh, that takes us back to the performance that we're seeing from CP from the beginning of the grain year, right up until that inevitable mid-November point when everything changed. Um, so something we haven't seen for a long time, but very good. And what's very good is frankly, that they've been able to do this three weeks in a row. So there's some consistency there. There's a trend there, I think now. Um, so that is a good sign. 
uh, as you say, when you're that good at the top line, you expect to be good everywhere. And it doesn't matter if you look at individual corridors or you look at individual shippers. Uh, CP was just very consistent, um, you know, in all phases of the game in week 37. Yeah, they've definitely seemed to, um, you know, we had some, 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 definitely some weaker weeks with CP, but they seem to be really turning a corner here. Um, provincially, let's start with Alberta. Um, both were always did really well in Alberta. Uh, anything of note though, Milt? Well, I think the first thing to note is uh, week 37 uh, is the best collective order fulfillment performance that Alberta shippers have seen this year since the beginning of the grain year. Uh, and that says something, uh, given that we're in week 37. So CN, uh, a bounce back, you know, much like at a top line system level, they were pretty poor uh, in week 36, 53%. Uh, but they did bounce back well this week. Uh, you know, they got to 100%, supplied all cars on time. Probably got a bit of an assist with demand dropping 50%. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, they did perform and that's really what matters. CP was just good. Again, five straight weeks now. CP has been great in Alberta, uh, over the 90% threshold, which is, you know, without a, a doubt, the best run that uh, Alberta shippers served by CP have seen in the last four months. Yeah, it's good to see Alberta with these kind of numbers. I mean, it's, it's obviously been a bit of a, I mean, performance has been bad across the provinces, but Alberta particularly seems to take on um, some some pretty poor performers generally, not just for grain, but for other commodities. So it's good to see a little bit of a, a turnaround there. What about uh, Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan bucked the trend last week. CP or CN's performance, you know, declined, uh, if you recall, in week 36, but Saskatchewan had managed to improve. Uh, unfortunately for Saskatchewan, they also bucked the trend this week just in the opposite direction with CN because CN's performance improved, but Saskatchewan's performance went down. You know, another nod to the inconsistency in service that we keep talking about for CN this year. So at 76%, it wasn't disastrous, but it was worse than week 36. Um, very inconsistent across individual corridors, you know, good to Vancouver, not so good to Thunder Bay, not so good to Prince Rupert. And all of that wrapped around, uh, you know, a 20% drop in demand. But as I talked about a minute ago, the, the level of demand doesn't seem to be um, an indicator of what kind of service performance you can expect. So CP was good again, um, 99%, and again, nearly perfect across all corridors, as you'd expect with that kind of top line performance. Yeah, the the sort of disconnect between demand and performance is, is has been a pretty a pretty strange one this year for sure. It um, it, um, it sort of indicates that the that you know what the sector is asking for as far as service is not necessarily uh, um, is going to drive the way the railways uh, service you clearly. But uh, let's move on to Manitoba. What do we see here? Well, much the same story. Uh, CP, as you'd expect, given their overall performance, was perfect. Um, two, two straight weeks, they've been very good in Manitoba, and they've had their share of bad weeks, if you'll recall, uh, coming through February and March. Thunder Bay, we've talked about the importance of the Thunder Bay corridor as we get into the spring and the summer months, and 
that was the case for CP in week 37. It was 100% of demand this week and CP was perfect and therefore they were 100%. CN, you know, good this week, but uh, more, if you will, yo-yoing of performance. A lot of up and down for CN this week. Great challenges in trying to string two good weeks together, you know, on a system basis, but particularly in Manitoba. And after a steep decline um, in week 36, uh, when we saw 67% order fulfillment, CN pulled up their socks, got up to 92. Um, I guess on a bit of a positive note, that's the second time in three weeks that CN's been above the 90% mark. So, you know, maybe week 36 was the aberration. Demand was pretty much the same, um, maybe a little bit lower, uh, but at the end of the day, CN performed well, uh, both to Vancouver and to Thunder Bay. Uh, not so good to Eastern Canada, where they only hit, you know, the two-thirds uh, on-time order fulfillment mark, but there weren't many orders uh, to, to Eastern Canada in week 37, so, you know, it didn't affect overall performance very much. Thanks, Milt. Uh, so let's look forward a little bit. We've talked about demand a lot, obviously. Are we still, I mean, demand's low, but uh, the next few weeks, are we projecting lower demand? Is it uh, staying the same? What do you, how do you think it's going to go? Or what form you're seeing in the numbers right now? Well, the early numbers would suggest that demand is going to bump up a little bit in weeks 38 and 39, uh, maybe getting as high as 4,500 cars, which sounds like a lot, but <laughs> uh, is you know, half or less of the 9,000 cars a week that were being ordered at this time last year. I would caution uh, that view uh, by saying that, you know, all of the increase in the early numbers are showing under CP. CN's numbers are not looking to change much at this point. Uh, Going to still stay below 2,000 cars a week. Um, again, in weeks 38 and 39. CP, uh, we have a very defined pattern with CP where demand tends to start high with the preliminary view, then tends to come down as we get to the actual week in question. And that's driven by, you know, shippers putting orders in for dedicated trains. And then once they're in week, they start to plan individual train runs and they start to shift orders forward. So inevitably demand for CP starts high and finishes lower to some extent. The only question is how much lower. So given what we've seen uh, this year, I'm not surprised to see that demand is looking like it'll be higher, but I really don't think that we're going to see a significant upward tick for, for CP in, in the week 38 and 39 when it's all said and done. On the service front, uh, CP uh, in particular seems to have settled into a, a, a groove here. As we talked about earlier, 90% plus for three straight weeks, no outstanding orders for two straight weeks. And, you know, we know very well that things can change and they can change quickly. Uh, but given what we've seen recently, uh, I would say that the, the service picture for CP looks uh, fairly promising going forward. You know, good weather, which seems to be coming to most places other than Manitoba these days, uh, will help that. CN, uh, a little more cautious, I guess I would say. Uh, yes, they did improve in week 37, and they've been, you know, pretty good two out of the last three weeks. 
Um, but they have had some challenges in struggling together multiple weeks of good performance this year. We've seen that in spades. Um, so I'll take a wait and see approach on that one. Uh, hope for the best, but I think they need to put a couple more weeks together of, of good, consistent performance before I think we could comfortably say they've turned the corner. Thanks, Milt, uh, as always, for your, for your insights. Um, still some, yeah, we'll see how the curveballs face us in the next, uh, usually this is the time of year when things start to smooth out, but the way this year has been, uh, I think we can still expect a bit of a roller coaster. So appreciate your insight as always. Uh, for those who would like to see the reports, you can go to www.agtransportcoalition.com and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.